0: She thought it was just like a friend going out type of thing, but it was like hindsight. She knows that there was a spark. She knows it's like, huh, could that be? I like- think, yeah,
1: I think going into the relationship, being with, with you as a woman, <laughs> I, um, I think that one of the first things I had to deconstruct was my own expectations of a relationship mm-hmm. and what that looked like. I even we're we're even three now. years we're three years in. And even to this day, it's just like, dang, like.
2: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Queerly Black Show. Welcome back to another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined today by her and her girlfriend, Lauren and Nat. Y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves to the people. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Lauren.
1: Um,
0: this is my girlfriend.
1: I'm Natalie. <laughs> and actually, we met, in, we met in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah we, we are out that. here. In, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we currently live in Maryland. Um, we've been out here for two years. So
1: uh, not too long, but, you know, we like the city. Yeah. I'm born and raised uh, in Orlando, Florida. Uh, and so I don't know if any, there's any Floridians that are listening, but holler. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but that, that's, you know, sometimes I don't want to claim Florida because, you know, crazy stuff be happening over
0: there, but, you know, it's I'm <laughs> from Houston. I'm from Texas. Yeah. Um, and yeah like I claim Houston all day every day you know that's my <laughs> <our> city
2: <laughs> Houston going up man that's what's up dope well we're gonna we gonna get right into this thing so just like we start with everybody else you know we gotta get into you know when, when was the first time you know y'all encountered y'all sexuality when y'all know y'all like the ladies <laughs>
0: For me, it was super young, um, like kindergarten, nap time type stuff like that. That's how young
2: Just <laughs> putting your cot next to something. You know what I'm saying? What What's going on?
0: That's exactly how it was. And then waiting for the teacher to. Uh, uh, dang, I was so young. I had to be like seven years old or something. Um, but I just remember uh, 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 what is it? The teacher is out. We have a substitute and that's when you can move your mat anywhere you want to. And I think that's when I became conscious, and um I became like, "dang, I really have this attraction, and ar- the world around me was telling me that it was wrong, so I just remember trying to like suppress it a lot.
2: yeah,
1: I would say, um, she's my first woman like relationship with a woman, so um interestingly enough like i um I kind of always had a I was always looking for a man that had all of this a list of all of these things and every every new year's you know when the ball dropped I'm like god please bring me this man right and and for some reason uh New Year's 2019 I was like just bring me a person you know
2: a person and a
1: person that's I all I need. <laughs> and so lo and behold i think it, we we met uh october yeah. in tw- uh, 2019 um and from from the rip you know like it was there was always some kind of like spark but um it was i i, I was kind of like i never i never kind of explored that side and so when she had expressed like, Hey, like, I actually really like you. And I, and I had this un unexplainable, like attraction, like that. I've never experienced, not even with a man, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to dive in and, and, and try it and, and see it, see, see what it is for myself. Yeah. Um, and I think I was just, for me personally, I was just at a point where I'm like, I want somebody, I need somebody that is, that is um on my level that is that can communicate that can uh that is patient that is all of these things that i'm looking for and then she drops out of nowhere so literally nowhere <laughs> i wasn't looking um so i met her at one of her events in korea so a little backstory i am actually a YouTube, i'm a youtuber so mm-hmm. i was a, a youtuber in korea um really focusing on like you know bringing black women and and inspiring black women to come to korea Mm -hmm. um and so i want you know i I knew that 2019 was going to be my last year in korea and so i wanted to have a meet and greet and so that's what i did i created a meet and greet greet at a a jamaican restaurant in korea um nothing but black women showed up and i think that's kind of how you got pulled into right right somebody
0: invited me and um i didn't know who she was but i knew um, of her mutual, like, of her friend, I was like, "Oh, she's she's um, familiar to me." So I'm just gonna go. Like, I don't know too many black women. Um, this, Korea. yeah, in Korea at all places. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go and kick it." And I just remember looking at her. I'm like, "Dang, Natalie can get it." But I didn't <laughs> know what I was saying. Like, I wasn't really intentional on like going after her or nothing like that. It was just kind of just cool and kicking it. And then we just kind of like hung out and kept hanging out. And then that's how I was. In Korea. In Korea. She was there for five years. I was there for six months.
2: Cause you were on, you are about to leave.
1: I was on my way out. Like yeah. I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's about that time, you know, like <laughs> go mm-hmm. and you had just arrived uh, like August of that year. Yeah. August, yeah. 2019
0: and left February. Yeah. We ended up
1: leaving, leaving Korea right around the same time. I left on like what the Sunday and you left the next day, the Monday mm-hmm. coming back to America. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And how did y'all end up there each? how did y'all each end up in Korea
1: so we were both teachers English (laughs) teachers in Korea and so um yeah there's there's various programs that you can apply to through um to get a teaching job and that's kind of that was my the reason why I went out there I wanted to diversify my resume gain you know experience around the world once you're over in Asia you know how easy it is to hop to other Asian countries so I had the ability to do that I'm like man and you're getting like, and you're getting um a paid like you you get your housing paid for like you get you know, a, you know a stipend when you finish your contract you get health insurance you get all of these things paid for and I'm like that that is the best
2: sounds like a good life for me.
1: <laughs> exactly yeah. so I was like oh I'm gonna do that right now and so that's that's the reason why I ended up going to Korea at that time it was only supposed to be for one year I ended up there for five years so nice.
0: yeah same the same reasons that she just talked about drew me into korea but this wasn't my first time going somewhere to teach um i was i was a teacher in america in houston and i've been a teacher for like five four to five years at that point and i remember i was kind of just trying to like explore just trying to get away from what i know and um, korea was introduced to me by a friend and i was like yeah that sounds like a good idea um, so i just packed up my stuff and
2: just knew i was headed to korea to teach Did you only plan to be there for a short amount of time or did you come back because you found love?
0: I was supposed to be there for a year. Yes, I found love. And then two, um, because I've been teaching so long in America, the way that they do it over there, it just, we we weren't compatible. Um, I taught for a a private school and it's very different from American private schools, but basically it's not your ideal um, kind of school experience. It's a longer work hours, um, very strict, um, on teachers and it wasn't a good work life balance for me. And she worked for a public school which was completely opposite and it really worked out for her.
1: I think outside of that, there was also like cultural differences that kind of like was uh, bothersome in a way. Um, it's when you're coming from such a, like a, 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 a independent focused nation like America, and then you go to a, a, a homo- homogenous mm-hmm. homogeneous society where everything, Everybody, Everybody thinks the, the same. Kids, Everybody dresses, dresses the, same. the same. Once you they know, haircut, everything.
0: yeah, they're accustomed to the same processes of everything. There's no going to talk to the boss if you have something, they have an issue. You gotta talk to this person, then talk to that person, then talk. And the I'm, I'm very to respect
2: like, the hierarchy.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I was
1: just like, no, I'm going to the boss. It just, yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> that's, I think that for you, that that was a conflict for you. But I mm-hmm. was able to navigate navigate that kind of swiftly in a way
0: you haven't worked in america but that was a big thing is that you
2: you haven't that was your what up it's your host ashley and i'm interrupting this podcast to ask are you following us have you downloaded the podcast are you subscribed to us on youtube if you are not already go ahead and subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on all platforms queerly black i'm gonna let y'all get back to the show peace first like kind of like, real my job first real job out of college yeah right? so i was like lauren and was like, like i'm political. going to the principal like, office yeah
1: that's exactly and she was, she was like i can't like no thing. no no
2: <laughs> talk to the counselor first then talk to the secretary then they'll talk exactly. to the. like nah 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 y'all tripping it's taking too long exactly. i gotta go exactly, <laughs> exactly. and that makes
1: sense like you can't communicate you know right quiet, right yeah they barely yeah yeah
2: yeah nah that's crazy um so going back to just you know when you guys met um so nat you had never been with a guy but you kind of been manifesting what you wanted and you you switched it up a little bit and was like okay a person so now i'm open right Mm -hmm. lauren you i'm assuming dated women before
0: yeah i've had um a few relationships before this one um and they've all been with um I think yeah, they all been with women. I have maybe one relationship back in high school with a man, but I knew like that was not it.
2: <laughs> it was not getting. It was not that was
0: not it. But yeah, I I have plenty of relationships. Um I would say I was a serial dater. That's what I was.
2: Got it. So did you guys have any conversations about uh so you uh now this being your first girlfriend? How were you able to navigate just those conversations (laughs) of you being, you know, this being your first girlfriend?
1: So a little, so a little backstory, um, me, me and dating, um, I had gotten to a point where, um, I, I did not want to just date just to, just to date. I wanted, I wanted substance in my dating. Mm -hmm. I wanted intentionality in my dating life. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was, I just had a poor experience in general. And so, um, gosh, where was I going with this?
0: You had a poor dating dating um, experience. And so,
1: um, I don't think you have had many relationships. I, I honestly haven't had that many relationships that I can... There were I, like
0: situationships, kind yeah, of? Yeah, a
1: lot of situationships where I didn't feel valued. Um, and I was looking... That is what I was seeking for in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when she approached me I was just like um she was
2: oblivious
1: I was she didn't even know
2: (laughs) she didn't even know (laughs) what's hit her
1: like she the way she she was flirting was like so like like not inconspicuous like hey um so maybe you could take me
0: and I was like you've been here for a while you know take me to some of your favorite spots
1: yeah and I'm like okay like that sounds so much like I'm just like that's me you know and And she putting a
2: whole smooth operator on you you ain't even know.
1: That, I mean, it also, I, I, at that point I was, I was celibate for six, six years, mm-hmm. intentionally celibate for six years. Um, and so, yeah, I, I knew that um, whoever I was going to give my, give myself to I wanted to ensure that it was somebody that I respected and that also respected myself or also respected me the same way I respected myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that conversation <laughs>
0: Um, I was like, show me show me around Korea. Let's, let's, you know. So we had a I call it our first date, but it was literally like a date. Like everything was perfect. We was going, um, we went to go get barbecue, like Korean barbecue. It was just really, really perfect. And she thought it was just like a friend friend going out type of thing, but it was like hindsight. She knows that there was a spark. She knows it's like, huh. I
1: Could think be, I like, think yeah. I think going into the relationship, being with with you as a woman, <laughs> I um, I think that one of the first things I had to deconstruct was my own expectations of a relationship mm-hmm. and what that looked like. I even we're we're even three now. years we're three years in, and even to this day, it's just like dang, like I still have this kind of like Matt, like this ideology of, of what I want in a partner that can sometimes, you know, <clears throat> hinder us and can cause, you know, issues. And so for us at the, at our core is communication. Like we mm-hmm. communicate thoroughly about every single thing. And, and that is, and, and again, being on, honest and transparent. transparent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for me and her, that, that, that being the core, that is how we have been able to be so strong. I've been able to be honest about, about like what I, I'm, I'm, I need, what I'm seeking in a partner, um, and vice versa. And so, whether or not, you know, she, it's being her being a woman, or, like, at the end of the day, what I need is not exclusive to a man,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Um,
1: and so, yeah, did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, I want to
2: go back a little bit and talk about. So, um, so when you invited her over to your house. <laughs> oh, she yeah. was what? we was we was we was we thinking about uh what we needed what was we uh
1: oh my god okay so this is what had happened okay what had happened so... was <laughs> so that night um it was after the the date the perfect date that she talked she talks about which is just me just giving her a tour of korea uh, but it was well, like, you know when anyways, you when you
2: have when, when when a date goes well you get invited back for a happen. nightcap.
1: Right and, <laughs> and we're very wow. much invited
2: back for a nightcap.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly and so, that's exactly what it was. So the thing of that the thing is, is that public transportation ends at a certain time in Korea and so at that time it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. and I, what am I gonna do like send her home you know I got to Yes, got you were bedroom. celibate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pay that money, <laughs> send her home.
1: <laughs> i'm telling you she
0: wasn't even thinking about it we
1: we came to my house i i always have wine and so we had some wine we were talking all through the night and then it was time to go to bed she went to her to you know the my guest bedroom i went to my bedroom and i took my ass to sleep <laughs> <laughs> so did i was
0: trying i gave it one last shot. i was like natalie She was like huh Oh, are you sleep? she uh, gave you the uh nonsense. she
2: she gave you the love jones uh when he screened up the stairs he was like take, take nina he's like nina exactly
1: man let me let me play I, something for
2: you and <laughs> it's
1: so funny because now like she tell now that she tells me of what she was trying to do or, uh, you know, I was like, what? Just at least yeah. cuddle or something. No, that was not even on my mind. I like, like, literally, I was just like, man, I'm tired. I've been walking all day. Like, her <laughs> mind don't even
0: be there. You was but, real live, like, you was
2: doesn't... real live celibate. You was real live committed. I, I That's was. What's up. That's I, honorable, I was, I was though. committed to myself. That's it? <laughs> and I, hey, I gotta give you that one. That was That's weird. honorable. But, 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 but then, like, okay, fast forward. So how long, how long till we, till we gave up the, till we gave up the goods? <laughs>
1: okay hold on let me think um after after was it
0: maybe a month mm-hmm. you think
1: so i don't know was it in december? hold on hold on
0: hold because on. maybe december
1: december like a- so we met in october yeah we
0: were hanging out a lot in november yeah it was it was december two months look at how she looking <laughs> two months
1: but <laughs> at that point i, I mean you point, know listen
2: with two women, you can you can classify that a lot of different ways. So I'm gonna leave it alone. That's true. What true. <laughs> like, was the first kiss?
1: Oh, it was uh, it was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. Like, Thanksgiving weekend, 2019. Yeah, yeah, that was because that was the the evening. We we so I always have like a really like a um, Thanksgiving gathering, like a friendsgiving, mm-hmm. and people spend the night. And uh, that's what happened. She she spent the night along with all my friends. I finessed my
0: way into my being name. able to to um, the sleeping arrangements, and I was able to finesse my way to sleep next to her. And I
2: was like, "All right, this is where. Mm-hmm. All right, this is you've been practicing. She's been practicing since kindergarten. You know, she she them, yeah. she told us <laughs> she was moving cats around getting where she yeah, needed to bro. get, getting, getting to her spots. So, you know, I, I can't, can't say I'm shocked. <laughs> I didn't
1: know. I didn't know that was all like chess pieces moving around. Like when she found uh-huh. me in Russia, talk, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all this thought went into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our first kiss was that night. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So after that, so, so y'all spend together, y'all spend that first night together. At, how, after that, how did the, how did y'all conversation go? Cause you still, that you still didn't know that she was laying game on you. So what, yeah. what happened after that?
0: So, is this before the kiss or after the before. date? Before. So, when did she? When did okay, Natalie know kiss. that you was interested? So, the night of the Friendsgiving, I arrived early along with, like, maybe two other people. It was a small thing. And we, we were, yeah, we were preparing food. And at this point, it was, there was heavy flirting. Yeah, it was flirting. There was flirting. And I, I so got I, my, yeah,
1: I got my confirmation that she was flirting back. That and- At that point, because, so, what had happened was that the week before this uh Thanksgiving gathering is, is that's the time that we start um, the date yeah. so the week before that happened that weekend before we we had done all that stuff and it, and it was marinating you know like you you have to have a good time marinating she and was having that, conversation with friends was like oh I like Lauren yeah and then we're texting and you know emojiing back and forth like stories and stuff so like there's a build-up you know yeah and so at that point I think I think you you already know how you're feeling. But at that time I was like, Who, yo, you, know, flirt faces, you know. And so uh yeah, on that Friday when she they came over, it was just it was just like finally, you know, <laughs> like she's here, you know. Um but I don't know if she that we, night,
0: um uh we kind of like we went out, but I, I kinda just laid my cards on the table. I was like, listen, I'm like for a while now I've been feeling you, or for a while now, um I've had like a crush on you and at that point we talked about that conversation
1: because there was also some other conflicts in our in us being together yeah so to be
0: real there was a there was another interest that i kind of like cut off but the interest was in the in the friend group Mm -hmm. and it kind of made it complicated
1: yeah and it's one of my one of my friends so i was just like i don't i like you were already talking to my friend like i like it's like a wall you know Mm -hmm. like and I'm I'm loyal, so it's just like and the friend uh, uh she uh, like she came to the event, so that's when she stopped like yeah, she stopped flirting like, with it me. Was, it was like
2: i <laughs>
0: flirtation
2: that she came and was like cut. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> complicated. I I hate. Respect, respect. Well, that's go. That's dope. That's a that's a that's a great story. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great story. Uh, yeah. So how did y'all decide to move back to DC after y'all moved from? Um, so all this love happens in Korea. Mm-hmm. Conversation about coming back to the states. How'd you guys land in D.C.? I think
0: it was kind of, um, I landed a job in D.C. I started teaching here. And um, I don't think that you kind of wanted to be in Florida. So, Well,
1: honestly, like, because I, when I flew back to America, I was in Florida. She flew back to Houston. We were apart for a week. And then we came back, we came up to D.C. because she had an interview. I joined her for her her interview, Mm -hmm. her support. Once she got the job, I was like, boom, I'm with you wherever we're going. Okay. That's exactly how how it was what came about of it yeah. but then covid so um yeah. we were kind of housebound um oh, there's so many so many little things that happened but ultimately happened? That, like because because i was thinking about like when we you came to florida and then oh yeah we visited back and forth yeah, yeah. But, but ultimately the reason why we we came to dc was her job mm-hmm. um at the time i was really i was focusing on my on my uh gra- my master's degree and so i didn't have a job at that point i was applying to jobs around dc finally got a job in dc so now we both have we both had jobs in dc that mm-hmm. you know cemented us here yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. how did you guys um because your relationship was pretty new when covid happened yeah. how were you able to navigate that what were some of the kind of what were some of the great things about it and some of the some of the things you you overcame during that time all
0: right yeah well i want to say like the i was very surprised and all the relationships that i had she was the easiest person I could be in a relationship with. Like the first 2 years of our relationship was like bliss. No issues. If there was issues, we got through them. Like it was no issue for us to be together, living together, housebound like she said during COVID. It's just that we didn't have any major major issues. So I would say I was super lucky that like I this was my partner in everything. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say so at that time we were what three to four months into our relationship when COVID happened. Um, and Man, that was fast. it was it was it was fast. And at that point and uh, she had made the decision when things were starting to shut down, she's like, I'm gonna come to Florida and spend spend that time with you. So she was in Florida for a few months. Ever since then we have not been apart. Like we w- I like It's amazing how how connected we are because we will literally spend all day. All day. Every day. And and to other people that would be so like, what? I feel like in regular relationships you go you go you leave, you go to a job, you have you do you have friends, you have social like we had none of that. We had we had virtual jobs, so we were at the house and now
0: we're exploring like okay, um, I might go take a solo trip or okay,
1: I will have my time now that the world is open we're we're introducing that now into our relationship that's where conflict is coming in because now Mm -hmm. we're transitioning back into what's normal life and we're like how do we do this Mm -hmm. how do we be apart from each other and be okay yeah that is that's what's interesting about it's it's like a flip script i feel like a lot of couples had issues going into covid because they're like a lot of their a lot of a lot of problems that they um they may uh, not have seen because of uh because of so many distractions because life is going on around them they may have
0: kids they may have jobs so many things can pull people away from their relationship I was really grateful that during that COVID time we got to build a real strong foundation we
1: we when I said we talk about everything everything like conflict
0: resolution like conflicts are there like we just we overly like communicate so yeah um that like, just the foundation that we've built, I think our relationship really, now we're we're pulling on that foundation that we kind of built in that first two years um, through any struggle that we
1: find out like we're going through right now, that makes sense. I think that like the, the next struggle that like, I have been going through is transitioning from being, being away in Korea for five years, independent, moving into, now a relationship, you know, and, uh, transitioning into life in America, finding a job, the stressors that come with that and all, of, all of that, those hangups and how that affects me and how in turn that affects my relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm happy we've had that, that, that foundation of communication, that, that foundation of honesty and transparency where we can, we can rely on each other for, for those types of things. And honestly, she has been, she has been my voice of reason. She's been my rock. Like,
0: yeah I think um currently like what we're thinking about now is how to be individuals outside of the relationship which is super super important um I think that I pull on some of my outside um experiences and how kind of relationships go and I'm like okay this is something I want to hold on to I've never had this foundation and I never had this type of person non-toxic like type of stuff but now I'm like I feel like it's healthy for us to be individuals separately and, and still be able to come together and still have all those things we had um, beforehand. So I think we're navigating that right now, just seeing what that looks like for us separately. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's, it's, it's super, um, it's super challenging and interesting to, to, to figure out. We, um, we went to, so we met at Howard, I told you, and we were together the whole time we were at Howard. When she came to school to come to law school. What up? It's your host, Ashley. And I'm interrupting this podcast to ask, are you following us? Have you downloaded the podcast? Are you subscribed to us on YouTube? If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all platforms, Queerly Black. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Peace. We were long distance for two years. So we went from being together every single day to together like once a month once every other month depending on like what her scheduling for school was because I was working I went to grad school but then I was working so it was like we would come back and forth it from LA to DC for 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 two years and it was very and so you got a time difference you've got, a uh, school you've got. And then the second year I was working. So it wasn't like a school schedule anymore where you got, you know, a few, few classes here, or whatever. It's oh like, I got God. an eight to five and it's like my career. And I got to like, but for her, it's like her day's not winding down till six or seven at night. Yeah. So it's like nighttime. And I'm like, ugh, I gotta go to sleep, but like yeah. our relationship. So it was, it was wow. super duper challenging to navigate that. But then I moved out here for her last year, so now I'm coming into a whole new world, a whole new job, a whole new everything, yeah, so those, like, those, so I I relate to, like, getting through all those transitions, but the best thing you can do is just, obviously, you know, want the first thing is just let it happen, Um, and then the second thing is just, like, just be, you just be open about it, you know, I think that's been probably the biggest thing is just having the hard conversations, like, look, outside of this, this is also things that I want to do, you know, go out with my friends. But I mean, I think when you're confident in your relationship, which I think, you know, for 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 you guys um, and, and anybody else, you know, I think being confident in your relationship and what you have, what you've built and, you know, mm-hmm. trusting that like, I love you. I ain't, you know, I'm not going to choose like mm-hmm. basketball or going to the club or going to the gym or hanging out with my buddies over being in a relationship yeah. with you. It's just, I need that space to miss you, to you know, fill my own tank up, my own personal interests yeah. to be an individual. Now, exactly. I mean, we went through that period of like, wait, where are you going? No, I want to come with you or whatever. And it's now it's like, nah, go ahead, do your thing because I want <laughs> you to feel like a whole person. Like, I don't, you know, in you know, vice both of us, you know, she has our own friends. I have my own friends. We have friends that we have together. All of our friends that we have together are married. We have like we've established like rules along the way. Like, we're not gonna make mm-hmm if we happen to make a new single friend, like it's cool, but like together we want to be around married people. Like we want to mm-hmm. have like build a community of that. That is, there ain't no liabilities. Let's put it like that. And I don't yeah. mean like that someone's going to be interested in your person, but you don't, I don't want to really do single people stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff that, you know what I mean? Like, so just like yeah. those little things of like, what, what, what is, what is the foundation like what are we continuing to build like what we already have right. is solid now like we got to deal with all these other little things um right. and it changes you know there was a time where you know my wife might not have been comfortable with me being out at two or three but now she's like oh yeah you're going with such and such yeah whenever like whatever she'll be asleep when I come home like she's not tripping mm-hmm. but you know that's all all that stuff changes over time you know it's just like yeah kind of take one change at a time and not try to Swallowed all at once but
0: um yeah I think that's important it's just like making rules as you go and I, I to like no relationship I think what we keep reminding ourselves is that our relationship don't have to look like someone else's else like is. what works for us it may not work for everybody else but like if we cool with it then that's what it's gonna be until mm-hmm. we decide to change the rules up you know
2: mm-hmm. and um, the, I have a question yeah other people's relationships oh. you might see it and it, they ain't happy <laughs> so you know it might look like it's ideal but it ain't even they wish they could be doing something else but they're just not either they don't want to speak up they don't want to communicate they don't want to you know but for long term we we realize like look if we're gonna be in this thing and both be happy we gotta sit down we just gotta talk you know and know that we just trying to talk about the problem we're not trying to fight each other like we trying to just say okay what is the issue like what are we talking about and let's get and i'm not your enemy like i'm your i'm your I'm your, if I can't be against you because if I'm against you, I'm against myself. We in this forever. Yeah. So we trying yeah. to get back on the same side of the ring, not on opposite sides. Like I'm, yeah. we, we partner That's for life, you know, so important. Yeah. Yeah. super
0: important. Not fighting each other, but getting back to the, problem. the issue.
2: Yeah. What's the issue? Like, what are we actually talking about here?
0: <laughs> Do you feel like you and your partner have gotten to this point kind of like through trial and error? Ha- have you guys introduced therapy into your relationship? Like 14 years. I said it's a yeah. long time because like three, going on three years. I still I feel like we we got a lot down packed, but there's a whole road oh, ahead yeah. of us. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Steps.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. No, we we never went to um marriage counseling or anything, but we've just always been open and communicative with each other. Um, yeah. we don't. She accepts me for who I am. I accept her for who she is. Right. So like I'm super outgoing. I'm super like life of the party, happy-go-lucky. And she's like super like, nah, like I ain't rocking with you. I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? Like that's her personality. She ain't messing with nobody. And it used to, uh, both of our personalities used to annoy each other. Like there was a time, probably seven, eight years, right? We talking, where I, there was things I would do that she would get annoyed about because of who I am. And there was things that she would do. And I'd be like, you don't even give people a chance. You just write them off before you even meet them, right? But what I've, what I've learned is, and what we both appreciate is if she she sees people a certain way i see people a certain way so i might be naive in a situation she'd be like yeah babe but actually like you gotta think about this think about that she'll pull my coattail and i might Mm -hmm. be like well babe no think about it like this you know and we we could balance each other in that way you know what i mean Mm -hmm. she giving me like Mm -hmm. okay here go the little nuggets like keep this in mind you know but i think the 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 core of that is just accepting each other for who you are like i see the strength in who you are i see the strength in your personality type you see the strength in mine because we'll never meet anybody if we're just like you know, I don't know you like prove yourself to me. <laughs> yeah, Do that to everybody. Right, we'll right. never, we'll never meet anyone new. Right. But if we're yeah. always so happy, go lucky, like naive to the world, we'll get taken advantage of. So yeah, yeah. we have the balance of each other and appreciating that. Um, and I think like a, a small example, we, uh, <laughs> we were, um, when we bought our house, we were, um, we were like saving and we were just like, we're not gonna spend any money. We're just gonna save all our money, like whatever. And this is a this real live example. This really happened like three or four years ago. So I had bought a speaker. It was like a, it's like a $50 speaker, something like really small. Mm-hmm. And, um, I came in the house, but the speaker wasn't small. It was like a, you know, sizable speaker. But so I come in the house and I had to speaker. and she's like, like I thought we weren't going to buy any money. And I'm like, well, I had a gift card. I had this I that. I I think I only spent like $50 on the thing. She's like, but we weren't going to spend any money. Right. So I'm like, but it's $50. Like I'm not tripping. Right. Like I'm like, it's $50. And she's like, but we said we weren't going to spend any money. This conversation lasted for like two hours. Now this $50 is like not a big deal at all. Like it literally like not a big deal, but We spent like two hours on this. And what we realized was for both of us, we were looking at it differently. For me, it was about materiality. I'm like, $50 is no money. She's saying we are not gonna spend any money. She means $0, right? Mm -hmm. It was like us just coming to that understanding of like, oh, I'm talking about materiality. I'm also in finance. She's saying the principle of the thing, she's also an attorney. So the principle of the thing was like, we said we were gonna spend zero and for yep. me i'm like 50 dollars is nothing so like what is the problem two hours this conversation lasted so, and so we fine. really just got down to the, the the understanding that oh so for you it's the principle for me it's materiality mm-hmm. right and so now we just we just Kind of just we're even more open about that type of stuff, like communication about little things, like all right, babe, I might probably I'll probably spend two hundred fifty on stuff for the house. She's like, all right, cool. So like now you're not gonna ask me questions about different things that I buy. We're having a baby, so like I'm the like excited like buy polo and all this kind of <laughs> crazy. Like, all right, babe, listen, like once a month, like you can, you know, he like, let's try to maintain it because like the baby's going to grow out of it. Like, it's not even about being excited. It's like, it's just a waste of money at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. So having that conversation of like, all right, I understand you're excited. That's great. I want you to stay excited, but like, let's put some parameters around your excitement, you know? So I think just like every, like nothing is too small. You know what I mean? And then there's stuff you just got to let it go. Like you can't fight about everything. You can't be like, you got to be like, all right, he go to five things. And like, we are not going to fight about all this shit. We just go pick yeah. what's the most important, what can I not go to sleep without really talking to you about the rest of it? Like, whatever you left your dirty shirt in the road. I mean, in the middle of the floor, I'll pick your <laughs> shirt up and just, but, but I need to talk to you about these dishes or like whatever, you know, or like, <laughs> your mom says something crazy or, you know, yeah. whatever the big thing is, like, let's focus on that. Like this little stuff, like, let's just let that go. You know, you learn that yeah. over time. Like it's just not that important. Yeah. It's,
1: I think you mentioned something so important is in, in communication is that what we say, we think that the other person understands how we are, are saying it, how, what, we, what we are meaning by it. But everybody's perception, everybody's understanding of what you what, what is coming out of your mouth is different. And so we've gotten into the habit of being like, okay, what do you hear me say? Yep. Because I, my brain has a weird way of taking what she says and like summarizing it
0: in a completely different way and I'm mixing like mixing with
1: my emotions that's what mm-hmm. they mixing it with my emotions and then and and, and reacting to that
0: yeah mm-hmm. i i think that what you said was so important like pick those pick those five pick things pick your battles exactly mm-hmm. um another thing you said oh uh, it's funny i think your wife is like me and you are like her <laughs> i'm like i'm watching people like nah oh nope, <laughs> like i already see it and then she's like yeah. I'm just I'm that chill and then she's the high energy and I think that's we balance each other out
2: yeah definitely yeah but it's just you know it's just about the appreciating um appreci- appreciating each other and finding the yeah finding how like it can be annoying but I think it's you need it right like you need both mm-hmm. I feel like you definitely need yes. both um so cool marriage content 101 um <laughs>
1: I would to say if you have
2: any other tips please let us know yeah. okay. I think just have fun make it your own like you say I think y'all you know y'all on the right path is just building it yourself whatever you want it to be is what it is you know just we, we're gonna do it our way we've been asked about having a baby for the longest time I mean we're in our early 30s um but we this is when we want to have them you know we were tra- we travel a lot we love to travel that's like my wife, if she could be on a trip every month, she would be, um, Mm -hmm. she's an attorney. So she got to go to work, but you know, (laughs) that's what, that's what she loves to do, you know? And I love my shoes. I, you know, I love to buy my shoes and do, do whatever, but now we're ready to have kids. And so, um, you know, just doing it your way whenever you're ready. Um, that's, that's the biggest thing I could say. Um, and be open, have the hard conversations, just have them. Yeah, have them have it have it out, them. put it out there it's going sometimes yep. it's going to sting sometimes the feelings get hurt a little bit but if you go if you have that foundation of like I love you like you my person I'm not trying to hurt you you know what I mean like we together you know um I'm not going to be offended or think that you're against me that's like the biggest yeah. thing like if you can she can say anything to me and I don't it might I'd be like okay I gotta digest that for a second hold on but i i don't i I never feel like she's attacking me or she's trying to hurt me you know what i mean yeah So i think that having that foundation you can pretty much get through anything um cool man so you guys are content creators but your relationship is your content yeah Yeah. how do you balance that so first of all yeah um yeah our relationship is
1: is if we're not doing good, you're
0: not going to see Right? Because... We're not, not necessary, Not all the time. Like, we'll we'll think through, if we're going through something, we'll think through what the lesson is, and then we'll figure out how to put it out. But I think we are going... It's only been not even a year. So I think we're going through and figuring out how we can do that. But yeah, we we take our time to ourselves. Like, content is not what's super important
1: to us. Authenticity like, is, is yeah. what's, what's at our core and so if we feel like we ever have to be fake on camera um and try to be something that we're not it's like we ain't gonna do it yeah yeah Because
2: yeah. you, do you guys vlog do you guys vlog mm, we no. don't do much okay. vlogging
1: no um it's
0: a, it's an open door but
2: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: open open to it but i i i like our uh our space away from the world yeah i like i like what we do Um, it's going to evolve, of course, but I love having our world and then be like, oh, this is, this is cool. This is cute. You know, this is a teachable moment. Like her having that vulnerable moment, um, the video where she's like feeling bad about herself and we kind of have a, yeah, on Instagram, Yeah, we posted a video and, um, we didn't even mean to put that out. It was in the middle of a video and. It was like a teachable moment. I was like, okay, that's what people need to need to see.
1: I think yeah, our our goal with our channel is to be as authentic, as as vulnerable as mm -hmm. possible. We're not into this whole like pranks and like whatever like other YouTube like what you know, YouTube content or YouTube couples do. Yeah. We want to, to be as pure, as honest, as raw sometimes as possible and the learning the, the you know the, the the points of learning that we evolve from we want to be able to share that you know with the world with, with the community and also just kind of how you've created your platform to show like our my relationship is and my relationship and, and all of our relationships looks just like yours it's nothing it's nothing crazy it's nothing like it's, it's nothing different. we
0: did that's given us this beautiful no we still have issues we got to mm. work through yeah, we not, no goes, <laughs> yeah, we're not nobody relationship goals
1: we're 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 human beings that are just really trying to work on a partnership yeah you know, wow. a lifelong partnership of
2: that yep absolutely yeah and you recreated the essence cover.
1: <laughs> yeah what,
2: what what motivated you guys to do that whose idea was it? it that was super dope what was the story behind it
1: so okay so um, I was scrolling through Instagram one day, and um, I saw Nisi, Nisi, and Jessica on the cover. I was like, "Whoa, that's nice." And then as I'm scrolling through, it's like, "Bam, another one. Bam, another one." I was like, "Dang, it's, it's all over the, the yeah. timeline." So honestly, I looked at him like, "This is so easy. I could do this. We could do this. You want to do this." And she's like, "Sure." So that so literally that's kind of like how it kind of popped off, even like she did have. Fun. At first, I was hesitant.
0: Like. I don't know to I started on a video but I was hesitant of I was a teacher and I was just like are we going to do the full like they had another pose that was kind of more um um explicit she was on mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yeah and I was just like do I and then when she when she presented it to me and she started doing the work I was like wow this is creative dang this look good like wow this is powerful yeah. and when we put it out there I was not expecting what people Never had gone. to say, even like Nisi reaching out to us yeah. and continuously reaching out to us, yeah. just like
1: I'm stays our DMs now. <laughs> we're friends. I don't care what nobody says.
2: <laughs> yeah, she, 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 she's they dope. They're super dope. They're they they're for the people for sure. Yeah. yeah. They were on the show. I don't know if you guys saw their episode, but no, I I yeah, last month.
0: We gotta, we gotta mm-hmm. go, we gotta check that out for real. Yeah. yeah
2: they came on the show, show mad Love. Oh, that's that's so awesome. uh-huh. oh, yeah,
1: they're super dope. They're such, they're so, such, such beautiful yep. beings in general. So bright. So like we, we were able to be on the phone with Missy and just the energy that she exudes. Down to
0: earth. Very much like homegirl, like very like homegirl. Just,
1: hey.
0: just and silly. So I, I really, first of all, I appreciated that they were the originators and just say, you know what? Y'all did a bomb job um and just being able to connect with other people who are trying to do the same thing we're doing just show
1: our authentic
0: selves and
1: doing a damn good job yeah. at it <laughs> and yeah that that cover was kind of just a it was just a, a a leap of faith in a way um maybe i think it pushed you you to an uncomfortable like p- pushing past your uncomfortability it pushed me create creatively yeah. Um, and then putting that for the world to see is was also kind of just like, again, vulnerability, like, let's see what they, you know, just put it out there. And yeah. it was
0: purely just you being creative. It wasn't like, oh, this will be this and this and that. It was just like, I think I could do this. This is this is dope. Yeah. And getting me on board and just the creativity has just been like taken off. Just yeah. us trying little things, making sure we're not trying to be in, in anybody's box.
1: Just, just trying, to, yeah. Yeah, trying to emulate somebody else or trying to cop you know like anyway, put out something
0: that's not us yeah yeah
1: not think
2: for, that. for sure authenticity wins um exactly dope man well cool two more questions for you of course yeah a theme song for your life what would it be
1: oh man <laughs> i got one in mind
2: i'm gonna see if you're gonna say it
0: oh. but, or, or or if it's the same
1: thing wait wait is it for us or for you and me like separate
2: your question is for us each one of y'all separately oh, okay on your journeys to individuality
0: yeah. I really um, like Lizzo's uh song. She just uh, uh, uh what is it called? About time. About About time. about oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. We, we um we got high one day and we was watching this video and she she broke it down what that video, what the creativity behind that video was. And then I don't know if you saw it, but in the video it was just like uh a room full of people talking and basically like she she i don't know if you can better explain it but lizzo is not like everybody else like everybody's trying to tell her oh you should lose weight you should do this you should do that but she like i like i like me like i'm a dope ass person and she you know she went throughout the whole video just being as loud and boisterous and and how she is and doing it great and i was just like i really resonate with that song and it's one of my favorites right now Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i like that song i haven't seen the video yeah, it's really good. You gotta yeah, watch it. I, I, yeah,
0: Golly, What is that? what is my song? Help me. Uh, Beyonce's new song right now. Oh, that's break my, my
2: soul. Song. Oof.
0: Yeah, break. I off. mean, okay. So I feel like you resonate okay, okay. I, I, I feel I like that's, that's a
2: trump card. <laughs> that's a trump card. That's like a that's like a big joker in spades you can't play with the big joke like you don't throw the big joke around <laughs> right. first that's everybody right song. you know what i'm saying for real for you're right, you're
1: right. It's true, it's true. Mm. the only the, the reason why i did resonate with that is that she was talking about Brett, uh your job i was like girl how you know i just quit my job <laughs> <laughs> that is a trump card everybody quitting their job right now man no, <laughs> man i I think? can't think of i can't say it was a i was thinking it's gotta married.
0: be bruno mars it's gotta be somebody Not nothing
2: uh, you can take your time. I'll edit out the space. but I'll edit out <laughs> this space. So just take your time.
1: <laughs> I, like I'm, I'm so bad at this. I yeah. I was thinking about um uh, Beyonce uh the uh dress dress
0: one
1: the dress line. Uh oh. Uh hold up. Another one. Dress one. Sorry. You can edit all this out. i meant to be processed. <laughs>
2: outtakes uh, let me fix my hair yeah. which, which one is that oh I think I'm ready I locked up in yes. the house way too long freak
1: them dress oh,
2: freak dress yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yes. yeah that's accurate I can see that you right. ready to like break Ooh. I want to walk down yeah, put my dress on there.
2: definitely <laughs> not editing that out <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how I feel. I feel like it's like a release. Like, like. It, it, I mean, it's not about Freakum dress, but it's literally for me, it's it's represented like, boom, I'm ready to to be like mask free. I'm ready to, to walk up in these streets and you're going to see me. Okay. That's, that's how, I, how it makes me feel.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Good. Yeah?
2: Yeah. yeah. That was solid. Beyonce Freakum dress. Yeah. That's a new one. <laughs> you haven't had that one yet. So Beyonce Freakum dress. We like it. We are Beyonce stands around here. We, have yes. anything, Beyonce can do no wrong over here. So, yeah, so y'all got Beyonce all the box stand. collections, right? We got everything. We got, we got, we, No, nah, you know, she ain't added us yet. You know, I think next year, <laughs> you know, for the 2023 releases, you know, she'll be adding us, you know, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah. y'all When and y'all see her post, just tag us, just say, look, you know, send, send Ashley <laughs> the clothes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> i can wear them. You know, between me and my wife, you know, we'll figure out who, to, who can wear what. Some of that be mm-hmm. wild. I ain't wearing no crop tops, or nothing, but you know, what's in there, what I could put on. Um, mm-hmm. cool, man. So if y'all have some advice for someone who might be going through their own queer journey, what would it be?
0: Mm. Own oh, queer journey. Man, I could look so different, but find your people. I would say it's gonna be tough at first because you have to somewhat accept a part of you so that you can attract those people that's supposed to be around you. I would say um, first go through the process slowly, yeah, find yourself. Go through the process of trying to find yourself. So that may mean um, be honest with your feelings, be honest with how you feel about things, who, who you feel for um, and just find your support circle. That's,
1: that's what I, was I would say. I would agree. I definitely think that at the core um, is to find love within yourself first and foremost um and that and and that is sometimes it's going to look like uh releasing uh people in your life that are not you know are not supportive or are not feeding you that kind of positivity sometimes that means that you're going to have to be that voice of reason when everybody else around you is it doesn't look or is not is not accepting of of you right like you have to be okay with your, your own self because this is your life this is within your own body like you are the one that is on this life this life journey you mm-hmm. know yeah yeah it sounds so cliche when people are like oh you gotta
0: love yourself first but honestly that looks so different what does like, it mean to love yourself first? that means you gotta like sit in a in a quiet room with yourself and figure out like what you like to do are you okay with yourself can you take yourself to the movies can you like, can you go out to a bar and just sit? And sometimes people struggle with that, but I think that's what it takes. And and you and people so focus on finding this person, but the person is you. Yeah. You won't, you, you're going to accept other people in your life who's not going to treat you right because you don't know how to treat you right. So once you figure out how to treat yourself, then you're going to be able to set up boundaries, say, oh, I don't like that. Or I need you to correct that before yeah. we go any further. And when she said releasing people from your life, that may be parents, that might be mm-hmm. family members, that might be, you know, re- relearning and unlearning things that that don't work for you.
2: You're you preaching, know? girl. You preaching. Yeah,
0: we talk about a this whole, whole
2: time, word. But, what? That's a whole listen. Yeah. I think I'll resonate with that because, I, I've you reach the age when you <laughs> Something about thirty. I oh, You, know, you reach. About you listen. It. <laughs> you get to the place where you like. All the things that, like, older people used to say, like, those cliche statements, they make so much sense. But mm-hmm. one thing that my grandmother used to say all the time, she used to say, keep on living. And I'm like, what? What does that but mean? <laughs> when, you, when you keep living, you be like, oh, mm-hmm. I got yeah. it. You be yeah. like, oh, you, you got... Everything feels like the biggest problem ever. And then you keep living and you realize, like, that didn't even that wasn't even, yeah. Yeah. and then like to have experiences under your belt. And I also understand why like older people. And when I say older, I just mean people in their thirties, people in their forties be like, yeah, man, like, man, that's it. That used to bother me. It don't even bother me no more. Or like they can kind of smoothly move through issues, but it's because once mm-hmm. you've been through so much stuff, you're like, this will pass. And when you're rooted in something bigger than you, you're like, this is not, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, living. and as you know, we, um, and then we'll, we'll close out, but like, you know, as we, you know, we have, we're having a kid. And so like a lot of the things that we've been doing is cleaning house, just like you just said. you know, putting up those boundaries and being like, yeah. So it's certain things or certain people in terms of like your mindset or your thought process that I don't want around my child, you know? So <laughs> communicating that, like, I don't really care who this pisses off. Like, you know the way you know mom the way your sister talk is a little crazy like we not gonna be able to do that you know so yeah. my mom you know dealing with the you have those conversations you know what you gotta deal with you you gotta have that battle with your mama you gotta have that battle with your sisters the this or the that yeah. but you realize that when there's something bigger at play all that stuff doesn't matter when you care about who you are and what you're building and whatever generational curses you want to break or whoever you mm-hmm. don't want to be or what you you understand who you want to be you figure that out you know you be like yo yeah. stuff conversations you wouldn't have had or okay I'll say for myself conversations I wouldn't have had before I was having a kid that I was like man I'll never man that's just that's just such and such that's just whatever I'll be like like <laughs> c- coming out like water don't because there's something yep. bigger at play like I have a responsibility to this kid now like it's beyond me you know I, I if I don't I ain't do I couldn't do it for myself but for this kid I'm absolutely gonna do it you know so it's just yeah. keep on living and I'll be like every time it's something, something happens, I'll be like just keep on living keep on living exactly it's something about when you break your traumas and when you
0: go through what you've been through and you overcome and you're like oh no this ain't happening with like my kid.
2: Man. This is -mm. Mm no. We ain't no We ain't gonna be poor. We ain't gonna be doing this. We ain't gonna be having these crazy ass family members around. Like we not doing none of that. So you know it is. It is. But it's a journey for sure. And um, this was great. Thank y'all so much for y'all. Yeah, I I appreciate appreciate this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Tell the people where they can find y'all. You can um follow us individually. I'm at um
0: at
1: Lauren underscore HTXX. I am at underscore fabulous Nat and you can find both of us on Instagram at her and her girlfriend also on YouTube at her and her girlfriend.
2: Yes, indeed. And y'all already know this is another episode of the Quirly Black Show. Make sure y'all follow the Instagram page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, download the podcast episodes on every podcast platform. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Nat, for coming through and sharing y'all's story. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one.